Healthcare Now, paid for by Integrated Physician Network. Welcome to Healthcare Now with your hosts, Larry Jones and Dr. Mark Shayat. Want to become an educated healthcare consumer? Then join our discussion about all things healthcare and understand how to navigate our complex U.S. healthcare system. And now let's join Larry and Dr. Mark for a special two-hour live broadcast from the 10th Annual Florida Association of Accountable Care at the Hilton Bonnet Creek Walt Disney World. Now let's go poolside with Larry and Dr. Mark. Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones, but we are not in the studio, Larry. We are not, Dr. Mark. We are a poolside at the <laughs> yeah. uh, Cigna Hilton Bonnet Creek, and yeah. it's going to be two hours of stuff we've never done before. How cool is this? Uh, it's, I'm pretty excited about it. Pretty excited. What could possibly go wrong? We have a tent overhead, so a little light rain, that'd be okay. But I'm going to let you introduce our yeah. sponsors today. Yeah. Well, we are at the Florida Association of Accountable Care Organizations 10th Anniversary uh, this represents almost every major health care player in value-based care, Dr. Mark, in nice. Florida. And we even have people here all the way from California. That's like on the West Coast. We have over 400 uh, registrants. Wow, at the show 400 now. people. 10-year yeah, ten, ten anniversary, so it's, a, real, it's anniversary, a big, big deal, yeah. big deal. And we're going to talk to our sponsors for the show. Right. And then we're going to interview Nicole Bradbury, who's the founder and CEO of Flacco's. Okay, great. Okay. I don't think I've ever had this many people watch us when I we know, do this. This, this is pretty exciting, pretty exciting. Cool. Yeah, pretty exciting. Pretty so, cool. Hi to all you guys. Yep. Right. Staying dry out there? It's all good? All right, we'll introduce our sponsor. And, and just so everybody knows, we may get some background noise because this is a party, but uh, it'll be good. We need we need a little music in the background, right. Jim. I That's think right. I think that will make okay. the show better. That almost yeah. works. Absolutely. But anyway, Dr. Mark, uh, Jim Bland, who is the CEO of Seniors Home Services out of Annapolis, Maryland, is our sponsor tonight. And with him, Jim, why don't you introduce your physician partner with you tonight? You know, our partner is uh, Dr. Kevin Corville. Yep. He is the founder of one of the technologies we use with yep. our remote patient monitoring yep. system, uh, which is called Pulserio. Mm-hmm. Pulserio. Very nice. Okay. Very nice. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Yep. Our Thanks pleasure. for taking the uh, taking the yeah. trip. No worries. And, and Jim, tell us a little bit about Senior Home Services. Senior Home Services is a nationwide company. We provide anything and everything that families and seniors need for being able to keep their seniors in their homes for as long as possible. This includes any okay. type of home modification technologies. Mm-hmm. We actually have the ability to provide this beautiful tablet okay. to mm-hmm. seniors as nice. part of our program. Mm-hmm. And Medicare pays for a lot of our products and services. Right. Yeah. So we're just a complete full-service yeah. entity okay. in being able to help someone age in place, yeah. stay in their home. We have technologies that can also help families understand what may be going on yeah. in the home right. without any okay. cameras taking place yeah. or anything like that. So we really are. We know our website, seniorshomeandservices.com, explains a lot of and that. And you're out of Annapolis, Maryland, right? Yes, we're headquartered okay. in Great. Annapolis. Okay, good. Now, you what know, is your reach geographically in, in your services? Uh, anywhere in the United States that we have a cell service or an Internet connection. That's a pretty good reach. Pretty good reach. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Well, these are things we talk about a lot. We talk, we about, talk about home monitoring a great yep. deal yep. and the idea that that in hospital and nursing home care is just yep. not effective. It's not cost effective. So that's great. Yeah. I, I think it's a, a yeah. I'm sure it's been a great space to be in. How long? Yeah. How long? You know, we've this? been in business almost three years. Mm-hmm. And um, our goal is, like I said, to keep somebody in their home, let them be cared for in their home. Mm-hmm. They, you know, yes, somebody, people have to have Absolutely. institutional yep. living, but people, 97% of Americans want to stay in their homes. Right. We give them the, the yep. ability to do so. Yep. And for families to have the peace of mind and knowing they're okay. Oh, absolutely. No, that's that's a, a, a game changer yeah. for game sure. Changer. And I'm Without sure it's a very a gratifying yeah. way to way to operate. And so. you know, Doctor Mark, we talk all the time about the cash register starts ringing when you hit the ER. 
Right. And then it's a full-blown $50,000, $75,000 bill. And everything you do helps us avoid that, Jim, and we appreciate yeah, that. No, well, thank you. It, thank yeah, you. It's it all about keeping them out of the hospital and keeping yeah. them out of yeah. long-term care unless yeah. they absolutely need it. Uh-huh. Well, I've got to ask the doctor yeah, the question Corville. for me. Yeah. Like, so for what, what's your background? I'm an interventional cardiologist that also do heart failure and transplantation. Mm-hmm. And uh, from a technological standpoint, we started about 10 years ago mm-hmm. being uh, really trying to be forward thinking about the future of healthcare and its transition into telemedicine, telemonitoring, mm-hmm. and the future beyond that, which is mm-hmm. a completely virtual platform, right. which is mm-hmm. where we live, where we have technology using biosensors off the chest. Excellent. Basically, anything you can do in a hospital yeah. bed except a mechanical mm-hmm. ventilator, we can do with the comfort and convenience of your home. Right. And it all fits into a dynamic environment that is completely yeah. virtual. Um, so this is the future yeah. of medicine. You can be no, abs- cared no, for in your home. Do you have yeah, a website? What, yeah, we, yeah, what is your website? website? Hit it up again. Yeah. Uh, SeniorsHomeServices.com. Okay. And there every, you can learn all about our different products and services. We also have a complete network of care consultants throughout the United okay. States. So we can come in and meet with the family, meet with mm-hmm. the senior, go through all the different right. technologies and yeah. services. And then our partnership with, with Dr. Corville, with mm-hmm. the Pulsario system, falls into the complete management of the patient right. and monitoring yeah. of the patient in their home so mm-hmm. we can provide the best yeah. level of care, yeah. keep them out of the hospital, drive Absolutely. down expenses yeah. sure. that, that yeah. Medicare experiences and that families experience. And, and, and that's that's why Medicare covers this, right? Yeah. Medicare is, is, sa- is saving money by covering these yeah. services. Absolutely. So I think I, I say that just so the listeners know that, yeah. you know, this isn't another another business, right? This is something that, that saves money, yep. and it's going to it's gonna make itself survive. So you yeah. definitely want to look into it and see what yeah. services that you, you qualify yeah. for. So, you Absolutely. know, you guys are here at Flacco's. How are you enjoying the conference? And tell us a little bit about what you, how you feel about how it's been the last couple of days. You know, it has been fabulous. Okay. The, the feedback yeah. that we're getting from it, the audience is tremendous. They're spending a lot of time at our booth. They're having a lot of fun going Great. through the tablet that we provide. Mm-hmm. They're right. having a lot of fun yeah. learning about Poserio. And what they really love is the fact that we can prevent falls. One of our products you know, is 35% documented reduction in falls. Pulserio, the ability to go ahead and reduce hospital readmissions on cardiac patients down to 1% is right. wow. amazing compared to yep. what normally yep. takes place. Mm-hmm. So the accountable care organizations that we're talking to and mm-hmm. the practitioners love the fact that we can drive down costs while improving patient care. Absolutely. It's all about access at times and utilizing the services provided by SHS Seniors Home Services and Pulserio has been a great marriage because whenever you can talk about the, you know, fun fact would be, you know, you can take all forms of of cancers, both solid tumor and and blood Blood tumors and add them all together. And the cost of that is not even a portion of the cost of congestive heart failure to a Medicare population. So the ability to keep them at home, not going to the hospital, utilization of systems that Seniors Home Services has to actually improve the quality of your care. Sure, sure. That marriage enables people to stay home, stay healthy, stay happy. Quality of life scores all go up on our system. Uh, hospitalization all drops down. Cost reduction is there. And the ability to connect to family is a very, a very important thing when you're talking about longevity of the technology utilization. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people mm-hmm. get on the technology, right. kind of fall away from right. it and jump off. But when you have that family helping 
to say, you know, Mom, we love you. We want you to keep doing this because I can watch you. I can help. I can be there, be a part of your life. I might be in California. Mom might be in Florida or, you know, South Louisiana. South Louisiana can't use technology. But anyway, (laughs) there will be somewhere else. We're we're pretty close. There's a lot of LSU fans out here. I'm not sure the people in Louisiana would appreciate you saying (laughs) that. Well, I'm from Louisiana. That's why Uh, I can say that. I are a Cajun. There you go. Yeah. Very good. Well, no. listen, we really appreciate you guys sponsoring and being here at Flacco's. This is your first year here, right? It is our first yeah. year, yeah. and we plan to yeah. be back next year. Well, oh, we're, fantastic. Well, we're going to have you back on the show towards the end of the show as well, but we do appreciate it and hope you're enjoying the conference. Larry, thank you so thank much. You. It's our pleasure to be great. here. No, great to okay. meet you. Great to meet you, gentlemen. Thank you so much, guys. Right. Great. Yep. Now, Larry, they're going to be back next year. That's their plan, and we're just hoping right. not to get thrown out. That's I mean, right. So it's, it's a whole different vibe here. Well, we've done 150 shows, and we're still on the air. So that's true. That's I guess true. there's something good. Yeah, but we've never been yeah. this close to a yeah. swimming pool, that's so that's right. kind of different. But, you know, now I want to introduce Nicole Bradbury, who's the founder and CEO of Flacos. She did, I used to call it Flacos, and you didn't like it. It said, this is not flaky, so with the Florida Association. She trained me right, by the way. She's our leader's. Nicole, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks um, for having me. Talk about the theme and the flavor of the conference this year. Oh, my goodness. Well, the biggest yep. theme is it's our 10th, 10th anniversary. Yep. And so, you know, we've done some special stuff because of that, this radio show included, yes. right? Yes. Probably the healthcare themes have been AI, have been kind of yep. retail moving into healthcare, yep. Yep. have yep. been. Um, uh, you specialists, how can we bring specialists yep. more in? Value-based right. care has been all over the place. I mean, value-based hair, yeah. care is definitely yeah. on the yeah. map yeah. growing. Yeah. And, you know, we showed the su- success metrics yeah. this morning. What did we yeah. save? Almost $700 million yeah. this year. Yeah, right. And the diversity of all the different vendors that are here in healthcare, it's phenomenal, Nicole. It's amazing. Yeah. And I think they really get value out of this conference yeah. because, you yeah. know, at the end of the day, the premise of this conference yeah. is how do we become friends? How do we become colleagues? Mm-hmm. How do we become not competitive? Yeah. And how do we make fee-for-service the enemy? Yeah. Right. How did it start? Like so 10 years ago. Yeah. What, what well, got this going? So, you know, I was at um, a national meeting, mm-hmm. and all of these guys were there, too. I think most of you guys were there. At NACOs. At NACOs. Yeah. Uh-huh. We were all running ACOs. Yep. Um, I had a business. In particular, I founded a business managing ACOs. I had my own ACO, plus I was managing about 10 ACOs around the country. And I thought, oh, my God, we have this amazing um, market in Florida that's yeah. unique. Yes. It's very physician-led. How do I go yeah. to all these folks yeah. who are, you know, rock stars doing it too, leading leading this entrepreneurial um, push yeah. on value-based yeah. healthcare? Larry yeah. was one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the board is the rest of them, and we just yeah. came together and said, "Let's do this thing." And it's been amazing every year. And you know, Dr. Mark, what's interesting? Eight of our original board members are still part of Flacco's. No, that's great. Yeah, that, yeah. that's fantastic. But Nicole's been a great leader, and I mean, just by the f- over 400 attendees, right? Kind oh, of yeah. pre-pandemic, just says where how far. But one other thing I'd like for you to talk about, Nicole, is why, what's important that Flacos brings to healthcare. Well, I think we create a forum and we create a platform for value-based care in particular. You know, there's yeah. um, healthcare and there's lots of healthcare conferences. There's not any other conference other than the one national one we talked about right, right. that's really focused on value-based healthcare. And even right, that national right. entity yeah. is very hospital-based. And I think Flake. Flacco's. Oh, you almost, oh I no! I can't believe oh. you just did that. That's all, Larry. Larry <laughs> that was all, Larry. See what I've done to you, Nicole. I know, I know. How did I do that? But, but we are uniquely the only one that's focused on independent, entrepreneurial, right. physician-led right. ACOs. Yeah. Which, and everything we do is all about preserving and protecting the independent practice. Right. Exactly. Medicine. No, exactly. the synergy between 
yeah. our, our yeah. show and our group and what you do yeah. is, is absolutely direct. Yeah. I would I would ask you to comment on, you know, health care, I don't want to call them fads, but they kind of are fads, have come and gone ever since mm-hmm. HMOs, right? Yeah. So how do we this, – this value-based care side of things, and, and especially the new step with the ACOs, is definitely – Holding holding water. What what do you see the future? Well, it has to hold water because yeah. you know what are we now? Twenty percent of GDP. Yes, that's um, right. You know yeah, right. we can't keep yep. moving that way. Right. Otherwise, right. healthcare right. will that's become right. unaffordable. Right. Yeah. And so, and already, I think I can't remember who made the point. Maybe it was you the other yeah. night that said half of all healthcare is already kind of government sponsored. Well, we talk about yeah, that all we the do. time, Doctor Mark. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's and right. that's actually yeah. not a good trend. You no, know, no. We want it to be single payer system, and it's taxpayers. Yes, and it's never efficient. It's never the best. And so, you know, we are kind of the holdout that's going to hopefully drive better outcomes in a capitalist system that does it well and engages patients. Absolutely. I mean, mean, we're we're both on this side, and we see how much sense it makes. But we've also been involved in other models that have not worked. Right. So, no, I'm also very optimistic about about what we have going forward. and. Can't thank you enough for yeah. having us here. This is it's really this a is fun great, opportunity Nicole. for all of us. Yep, yeah, thank you. This thank is awesome. You. And, uh, you and we'll know. talk to you soon. Okay. Come back and see us. Things okay. are to slow down, you know. Okay. Yep. All right, so we have another guest. Yes. Sheila Fusay is one of the original board members of Flacos. Flacos. And, uh, no, uh, now it's going to be the whole night. I know it is. Nicole started a trend. I'm, I'm just going to drive it. Uh, Sheila so has an incredible background, Dr. Martin. Yes. Let's let her tell you about it. Welcome, Sheila. Yep. Hi, thank you for having me. So following on with what Nicole said, value-based care is, is really critical. And so I spent the first half of my career in banking, and then when the Affordable Health Care Act came out, I suddenly realized the opportunity in value-based care because it really paid physicians for outcomes that aligned to what everybody was looking for, better yeah. care, better outcomes. And so I left... Connecticut, moved to Florida, right. and started one of the yeah. very first ACOs. One of the very first advanced payment ACOs, That's if right. I recall. That's right. First advanced right. payment yeah. and yeah. ACOs. And so yeah. I've been in the value-based care space since Larry, as long as yep. you and, mm-hmm. and the rest of the board have, yep. because nice. I really believed in being able yep. to change health care for the better and really be able to reduce the cost at the same yep. time improving outcomes. And so I spent the first half in focusing on Medicare and commercial, mm-hmm. really starting a couple companies and, yep. and launching that and working in that space, yep. and then nine years consulting. And then what happened was just recently, mm-hmm. I was approached to start uh, really looking at how to solve pediatrics and bring value-based yep. care into pediatrics. Yep. So. I was hired four months ago to wow. start Huddle Modern Pediatrics, okay. and so I'm the founder and CEO of that. So Very talk nice. about what the challenges are there, uh, Sheila. So the challenge is that today, yeah. one out of every two children are born insured by Medicaid or CHIP. Mm-hmm. And so that number is much higher than I realized. Yeah. And, and I really realize that that's a real problem because... Yeah. Access is an issue for those kids. Absolutely, absolutely. Without it's probably the, the number one issue, you know, issue that they that they face is just being able to get the care, get to the care at the hours you can allow. And just for our listeners, and we talk about Medicare, we talk about Medicaid, and the big difference is that Medicaid is partially su- supported by the national government, and then by the other part by the state government. By the state, yeah. And most importantly, I'd say, Larry, is mm-hmm. it pays out about. Half what about medic- 60% yeah. of med- so, Well, you know, so, the other thing is Dr. Mark, being a pediatric surgeon for 25 years, he understands this Medicaid game as well as anybody. 
we've worked on this for over his, his yeah, entire career. It's, it's been yeah. it's it's been a challenge. So yeah. you're looking at a space that really hasn't been looked at, and and I yeah. I applaud you for that. Yeah. And it's going to be it's going to be interesting because as we were just saying to Nicole, this is the model that makes sense that can stand. So it, it should make sense that we're we're in a different environment in Medicaid, but they've always lived in that environment. So you know this is a, another way to make that more more survivable. And when you think about access to care today, and, and so first I just want to clarify that, that Huddle Modern Pediatrics is really looking at all kids, but creating a care model that is inclusive of right. those who are on Medicaid. Right. Because you need to build a right. single care yeah. model for pediatricians yeah. because pediatricians aren't looking at what the insurance type is. No, and, and to be fair, yeah. we've talked about this before, is that, that they have yeah. mixed, you, you have those models where they have a certain amount of primary care that is going to be commercial, mm-hmm. And then they limit the amount of Medicaid that they see. And it's not because they're cruel. It's because they're trying to keep the Economics, lights on. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. if we can give them a better way to, to keep the lights yeah. on, all, all the power is, is right where you need yeah. to be. Well, exactly. Sheila, it's, so I- it's staggering that 80 million people in America are on Medicaid. Yeah, the number is very, it's staggering. very high. Very high. Yeah, yeah. No, it's going to it's going to be an interesting yeah. month. So you just started so, that four months ago. So four months so ago, pretty exciting. Very exciting. And and the, and the two real objectives is one care redesign, because when you think about senior and you think about you know what's happened for primary care disruptors, we've brought in access and convenience for the senior population in commercial, but nobody right. has really looked at that for pediatrics no. on, a, on, a, on a large scale. So no, that's what it, I'll be is. doing is, is providing that 24-7 kind of wraparound yeah. service through technology and a value-based care platform right. for pediatricians and for kids and parents and caregivers, and then really the contracting and value-based care to be able to improve the reimbursement for pediatricians. I mean, I think you're going to get a lot of buy-in because this is a, yep. a broken model. And, Without you know, looking for, for something to fix it. And we sort of yeah. dabble in these ideas as we see what's happened in Medicare. And to see, we were just talking the other day about Medicare Advantage plans. And it's like, well, how, how do you do a Medicaid Advantage plan? And I don't want you to give away any, any secrets here. Or but, take But you can, you can really see yeah. ways where we can make this work much better. And good luck. I mean, this well, is fantastic. Well, thank you. And, that's it. and by being able to take the financial and operational side away from the pediatrician so that I can manage so they can that take part. Care of patients. They can spend there more you time go. going back to the joy of medicine yes. and doing what they love to do. So. Awesome. Well, thank thanks you for joining the show, Sheila. Thanks, Glad Sheila. to have you. All right. Thank okay. you. And our next guest is David Klebonis. David, hey, David is the Chief Operating Officer of one of the most successful ACOs in the country, Palm Beach ACO down in the South Florida. Excellent. Good to have David, you here. welcome oh, to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. How are you enjoying the meeting so far? Oh, having a great time. Uh, these are the best. The, the ability to network and, and get tangible experience of, of how to get the job done at yeah. world class. Yeah. Nice, nice. Great. So tell us about Palm Beach ACO, David. Oh, man. So uh, 100% physician-owned and operated. So, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you think of Don Berwick and when he created the program, I like yep. to think that he thought of Palm Beach ACO when he created right. it. So independent physicians – I don't know that they would still be independent if it wasn't for ACOs. Exactly. They understand that if they do a better job for the patient, that's a way for them to secure their income, you know, have incentive to go above and beyond sure. and continue their business model as independent physicians. Yeah. But yeah. it's been a fun ride. You know, we started off as, you know, only about 100 practices. And, you right. know, now we're over 600 practices <laughs> wow. you know, all over the state. Wow. So uh, How it's, many it's covered really lives are you looking at now? Oh my goodness! So it's about. I was going to ask math problems, but no, I no. So it's uh, it's going to be around 125,000 Medicare lives nice. for yeah. 2024. Yeah. 
uh, under the MSSP, another 20,000 ACO reach, uh, 200,000 commercial lives. So, yeah. So, so David, what's the secret of Palm Beach's ACO success? Uh, you know, it's David. We got the best physicians. So, yeah. there you, go. you know, they go above and beyond. You know, I use the term. But your physicians are engaged. Right. Or you That's kick them right. out if they're not. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, sometimes, you know, the committees are, are, are vicious. You know, they yeah. they understand that maybe a physician's not trying hard or they're not yeah. putting the same effort. And they say this doctor has to go. But uh, for the most part, that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah that's, that's interesting. Have you seen. Like the ages of your physicians, I mean, is it more the senior crowd that got into this in the beginning and they've been stuck with it? Or are you still seeing influx of, of new residents as they come into, the, into practice? You're absolutely right. So the, the number of physicians that are over 55 is, is most. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, I feel like yeah. if, if we don't do something as yeah. Flacco's, you yeah. know, with, with your yeah. help, yeah. you know, independent physicians are going to yeah. be a dying breed. So we, we need right. to attract they are. independent physicians yeah. from residencies yeah. that – if you open your own practice, it'll be the highest quality, most prestigious, and highest paid per hour yeah. of business. But if we don't get the word out, yeah. no, it's it'll tough. be zero. But, but I'll tell you, you know, so that's my, my other side of life here is the medical school side. And we, as a nation, don't do an adequate job yeah. of letting yeah. doctors know literally how they get their jobs and how they yeah. get their paychecks. Yeah, David, I, don't so that's I really told you, Dr. Mark gave up his pediatric practice about a year and a half ago, and he's dean of the FSU College of Medicine today. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Here in the Orlando campus. Yeah. I don't run the whole state or anything. Right. I don't want right. to. Right. Since, since this gets out, this is such a widely listened to place. You know, I don't want to, but, but, you uh, know, but let me mention one thing. You know, when you talk about physicians coming into private practice, you know, 70% of physicians that are graduating are joining health systems or the large private equity. And that doesn't leave a whole lot for independent physicians. And there's so many reasons. Dr. Mark, you and I have talked about this so many times. But you're right. I think value-based and ACOs are their only only light at the end of the tunnel, David. What do you think? I think your your pulse on the the business is tremendous. I couldn't think of more important work. So congratulations. It it gives me goosebumps that you're actually working on that. Let us know how we can help. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. well, I I think you're going to be part of the answer because at at the end of the day, it's getting the word out. And so... In, in, in your county, you're going to sort of be able to track where your docs are coming from, whether wherever they're going. If they're going to hospital systems yeah. or going to any, any private equity groups, you'll know where they're coming from, and you'll know who you need to target. Because most of the residents, 45 to 65% of them stay local. So you start talking to the residency programs and let them know, you know, quite frankly, you know what it's like? It's like the military recruiters, who are fantastic. But the, cert, the, the doctors and the students, they don't know what the opportunities are until you come and tell them. So that's something just to think about. Um, I mean, I'm sure people would give you access just to say, this is what this is like. I mean, we, we do talk about employment models, but, man, they've got a lot going on yeah. in medical school and residency, and they, they really need a, a booster like as they're getting near the end of their residency. Well, keep up the good work. We've yeah. got 2,000 providers, and let us know yeah. how we can help. Well, All David, right, you know, you, you've been a real leader on our board for many years, and we do appreciate everything you do for Flacco's. Well-trained by you, my friend. But thanks for joining the show. Thanks, David. We'll talk soon. Appreciate it. Dr. Mark, we've got one of our key uh, sponsors today for Flacco's Credo. 
Carm Huntress, the CEO and founder of Credo, is here. You got yeah. it? And they are Did, a, did we get it right? You guys got it right. right. Oh, my gosh. Good. Thank they you. are it's a man. major score, sponsor we're getting scored. of yeah. Flacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are getting points right now. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, this. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. guys, it's so cool. I have. I don't know if I've ever been on the radio, so this is about the coolest thing ever. You know, quick science story. I grew up listening to NPR and sure. the news from okay. Lake Webicon. Yes. If you remember that. And Garrison Keillor. And so for me, like, this is like my moment of fame right now. No, that's exciting. This is my Garrison Keillor moment. Let me tell you. So we got Pete in the back here. Run it, running the show. Yeah, that, that, that yeah. warmed his heart. I'm warmed sure. his heart. Oh, yeah, I feel, absolutely. I feel absolutely. like a real celebrity right but now. But you know, two and a half years ago, Mark and I had never been on the radio either. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got, I got to start somewhere. So this <laughs> is my right. moment. I love this. That's Thanks, right. guys. Great, great tell to be us here. a little bit about Credo. Yeah, for sure. So Credo is really um, focused on value-based care providers. Uh, who are taking care of, you know, Medicare populations. Um, you know, they could be ACOs or Medicare Advantage. And the first thing we do for providers is digitalize the medical record retrieval process. So mm-hmm. believe it or not, tonight, uh, you know, today, guys, there are 9 billion pages of faxes still in healthcare per oh year. Can God. you believe that? Can you that's, believe that statistic? That's, incredible. No, that's, that's just a few pieces of Hopefully paper. Hopefully most yeah. of them are e-fax, Carm. Uh, I hope so, too. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, we, we're still moving a lot around yeah. a lot of paper. Yeah. It's about $126 billion of cost per year wow. in the U.S. in terms of medical and record administrative, management. Yep. Yep. Administrative, administrative cost. Yep. So this is a big systemic problem. Yep. And I think we've all got stories of, hey, I, I went to my provider. They didn't have my records. Yep. Um, my doctor's been trying to get my records, and I can't go in for my appointment yep. until they get yep. you know, they get my records from sure. my previous doctor or my specialist. And so the first thing we do is we help providers who are taking front you know, desk staff or care coordinators. Right. Right. And spending time chasing records, we think that's not a good use of their time. Yeah, of it's not, you know, if, especially if they're clinically trained, right? And they're patient facing yep. to get them in. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not a good use of time. So the first thing to do is we walk into those clinics and we digitalize that process, and we do that through um, new legislation that's come out called TEFCA, which is creating okay. a national interoperability network. So right. this is the thing we've all hoped for for the last twenty years, okay. where we have enough electronic health record data where I can just go out and get all your medical record data and get it to your doctor before an appointment. So we go and get all that data. Today, for a a Medicare member, we actually get 1,000 pages of history on an average Medicare member. And then what we're doing is... It's a lot of faxes. It's a lot of faxes. But in this case, it's all coming digital. Sure, sure. And what we do is we use AI and machine learning and and risk adjusters to go through that data before the appointment to create a summarized document, which brings together all their diagnostic history. So yep. what conditions do they have? What's the progression of those diseases? So what what's their, the status? What their level of need. What yep. their level yep. of need is. And that yep. summarized report, we then send to the doctor before the appointment or present it during intake or during the mm-hmm. encounter. And we have some neat ways we're integrating with the, the EHR. We just mm-hmm. announced a major partnership with VIM. Okay. Um, and we'll present that to, to the doctor. So we, our real mission is to, to, if you think about it, we're trying to create that best first appointment with yeah. that patient, yeah. right? Okay. So it's an incredible experience. Yeah. Your doctor knows your history, knows what's going on for you, and then you get better taken care of, right? Your, your, your conditions are better understood, and if there's any gaps, we help close gaps. And so it's a huge benefit. We've grown very fast. The company's only two years old, and we're, yeah. we're already one of your best sponsors, so right. we're excited yeah. to be here, yeah. and this is a great event. So yeah, what's funny. your experience here at Flecko's? This I gotta, is your I gotta, first year, right? It's my first year. Yeah. Look, okay. I love the, the community feel here. This is so different. You know, I was at Health uh, two weeks ago in Vegas. 
Vegas at the the Las Vegas Convention Center. Okay. You know, I think it was twelve thousand people. Wow, um, this is too this, big. It's just, just too big. big. It's yeah. starting Huge. to feel like right. hymns. You can't and you can't see anybody. You at can't see. You couldn't right. see the far end yeah. of the the conference yeah. hall. And so yeah. what I do, what I really like here is that this is small. It's intimate. Yeah. You can have thoughtful conversations, uh, and you get to to hang out with people and just just talk about value based care in a really intimate way. And everybody's dedicated to yeah. it. And there's a lot of people here trying to make uh, make a difference. Um, so, you know, it's been a pleasure to be here and, yep. and uh, excited to be on the show. So well, thank, thank you, guys. you so much for your sponsor. Hey, congratulations on the, on the first yep. radio show. Yep. You did great. I did great. <laughs> no, you were awesome. You were yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had my Gar- yeah, Garrison you're, Keeler you're, moment. You're like I feel right. like I've done it. So right. thank you, guys. All right. Thanks Enjoy the night. great sponsor, Carm. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, guys. Dr. Mark, we've yes, really sir. got a treat here. Dr. Farzad Mastashari, who is a dear friend. I've heard you say his name many yes, times. Yes, Dr. Mastashari was at ONC at HHS mm-hmm. for a number of years. That's where he and I met. Right. And then he went out and started a massive organization called Alidaid. Alidaid. Welcome, Dr. Mastashari. I haven't seen you in about three years. I know. It's good yeah. to be back. So tell us what's going on with Alidaid. We are yeah. continuing to do our mission, which mm-hmm. is uh, work with independent primary care practices of all kinds from you know, what solo docs to mm-hmm. multi-specialty clinics to federally qualified health centers mm-hmm. uh, to help them make that transition to value-based care across yeah. all their patient panels. Right. So right. traditional Medicare, Medicare Advantage, right. commercial as yeah. well. And how many ACOs do you have around the country now? Well, we have a lot. We are in yeah. 45 states. Right. We are right. the largest uh, network of independent primary care practices. We yeah. are getting very consistent results okay. from every one of our cohorts we nice. have now. And you just we signed a, a big contract practices. with Humana, correct? Ten-year yeah. deal with Humana. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, we that. had 1,000 practices last year, yeah. mm-hmm. and we added 450 yeah. new practices yeah. for this year. So yeah. um, we are uh, doing what we can to be of use. Yeah, so I'll, I'll ask you sort of the same question mm-hmm. about the, the positions in, in the groups. I mean, are we, are we aging out? Are we bringing in new young physicians? And, and you know, ba- based on what you got to say, well, what do we do next? Yeah, we, we, I was just meeting with a, uh, with, a, with a doc who was hospital employed, didn't like it. Yep. We helped her set up her own practice. Nice. Wow. Right? We have yeah, we've a done training some of that program. as well. Yeah. Yeah. We have yeah. a training program. Yeah. We have 20 family medicine residents. One of them just got placed with one of our Mississippi rural wow. practices. Okay. Nice. Very nice. So uh, I think that the promise and the future for independent practice is actually stronger than ever in a value-based world. In a fee-for-service world, you're disadvantaged. You know that. You need Absolutely. a Larry Jones. You can't do it. You can't do it. You need a Larry yeah. Jones to yeah. go toe-to-toe yeah. with the payers, yeah. right? Yeah. But in a value-based world, you are the best Secret. Yes. The best kept yes. secret is independent yeah. practice yeah. is more success care than all the hospitals and health systems combined. Let right. me tell Dr. Mark a little quick story. The way I met uh, Farzad is when he was at the ONC and they were doing meaningful use, they were looking at HIEs and all. I went up and had a meeting with him one time, and we spent a couple of hours in his office. Mm-hmm. But then when he left the ONC, he calls me and he says, I'm leaving. I'm going to Brookings. And she said, will you work with me at Brookings for a little right, while? Right, right. So we did that. In we fact, wrote I an article. We did the first national ACO webinar That's in correct. the country for Brookings, did for we not? Physician-led yeah, ACOs. Physician-led ACOs. That's right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There was this belief yeah. that yeah. ACOs meant you have to have a hospital. Yeah. And that never made sense never to made me. Never made sense. Never yeah. made sense yeah. to me. Right. Yeah. Because the people yeah. who can benefit the most are stay people who stay out of the hospital. Yeah, and we've exactly. reduced hospitalizations yeah. by 17%. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the You've conflict, well. right? I mean, that, that's the conflict. Yeah. If, if you are with an organization that's 
key to survival is to keep you out of the hospital. You're you're not a hospital. That's right. Right. That's not who's in that game. Well, one you know, day, you know? one day I hope. Right. Yeah. One well, day I hope yeah. we can. Well, we can. Well, but I'm just saying the ones with the hospital aren't looking to be in that yeah. place, right? Yeah. That, so, Mark, so let me mention those have been the results. Yes. yes. And along with Dr. Mastashari, we've got Andrew Chang, who is not only one of our Flacos board members, but market president for Allidade here in Florida. Oh, great. As well yeah. as Georgia and South Georgia, Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. 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 Hundred and thirty-five yeah. practice locations in Florida. Yeah. That we partner with. Growing uh, every day, yeah. we have about forty in Georgia and about okay. twenty in South Carolina. Yeah. Very yeah. nice, yeah. very nice. Well, I mean that's really encouraging because we we do we talk every day about numbers and what how it looks like in the nation <laughs> and to hear you guys are growing and you're yeah. you're, you're supporting these these docs. Yeah. It's going to keep them in we're, the market. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna send. Well, we just sent right. We got the check from Medicare and right. we sent the checks out within five days. Yep. Yep. They have the already vast wow. majority. Of the, of the cash yeah. is in yeah. the accounts. We have uh, paid over $200 million to community primary care That's programs incredible. in the past yep. week. Yep. That, yeah. that, again, we are talking about while, keeping while the lights on. Community phone. primary care. Yeah. While I've got you on the phone, let me, let's talk about FQHCs for a minute. No phone, man. We're live. We're by the pool. While I've got you on the air, let's talk about FQHCs Love for em. a minute. Tell me what's going on in that arena. Yeah. Yeah. We have about 13% of all the federally qualified health centers in the country mm-hmm. by lives are allied with us. We have some of the primary care associations for the entire state have picked us to help uh, the, the community health centers make that leap. And look, federally qualified health centers, CHCs, RHCs, they get it. They get it. They have, they have to. the community they, yes. mission. They have the prevention right. built yeah. in. They understand yeah. behavioral health. They understand health equity. They yeah. understand disparities. Yeah. But they haven't put it all together yeah. into a new business yeah. model. The right. business model right. that they right. can see coming down the pike is yeah. this is the PPS rate is not going to last no. forever. No. Yeah. And they Couple. have to make the transition. Yeah. And our FQHCs have been so successful yeah. at continuing yeah. to improve care. And reduce costs, particularly for their duly enrolled patients. And I see as we make the shift to one of the we started in Medicare, right? Uh, traditional Medicare, Medicare yeah. short right. savings right. program, right? Um, we and and You're in the past year, Medicare Advantage now, now too, Medicare right? Advantage. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Uh, yeah. in the market, yeah. what are we what are we going to have in the market here? Uh, we currently have Aetna, we have mm-hmm. Cigna. We're going to launch okay. WellCare, Florida Blue, and okay. most likely Humana yeah. as well next year. Okay, good. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that'll that'll be that'll be a stabilization because that's where everything's going. That's go. where everything's yeah. going. Right. So we got to go where the patients sure. are going, yeah. and we're sure. going to help our yeah. FQs and others. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I told you, I just visited Access Health in Chicago just a couple months ago. We had a CVS board meeting there, and I understand they're one of the largest FQHCs in the country. I yeah. don't know if you're familiar with them yeah. or not. Yeah, I figured you are. Yeah. I think they're still pretty independent. Yeah. And they're doing their own ACO reach program. Yep. Yeah. Nope. We're so good. glad to have you guys yeah, on gentlemen. the air Thanks today. For thank you. Us. No, Dr. Monsterchari, so good to see you. Great I was to looking see you. forward. You, I knew you were coming you, in today. Uh, uh, what do you what do you see as the big challenges for risk taking providers in Florida this year going to be? I think it's physician engagement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you agree? I mean, people I are still—they still yep. pretty nervous. Yep. Uh, I mean, I think they don't realize how yep. much they've already been involved in that. Mm-hmm. But but it is—that—that's the thing. Just taking that I, next step. I I would worry about V twenty eight. Okay. Some small policy yep. tweak. Yep. I think uh, is going to have okay. a big impact mm-hmm. on the payers in yep. uh, payers profits, yep. uh, particularly those who've really focused on risk mm-hmm. adjustment. And I yep. think downstream contracts with risk taking primary care providers. I think we're going to see a lot of pressure yep. on groups, particularly who have emphasized risk adjustment yep. 
solely risk adjustment as right. opposed to That's doing the basics. Doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I know you have a lot of influence on legislation in Washington coming from where you came from. What's on the agenda and the highlight for 2024 in healthcare in Washington? Yes, I, I think the administration does want to continue to extend accountable care. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, when I was at ONC, we went from 9% electronic health records to 90% in five right. years. Right. If they want to achieve the same thing, they're going to have to, I think, make some, provide some clarity in okay. terms of, you know, when a politician says, I'm asking for your vote, yeah. right? They need to go out to independent primary care practices and say, I'm asking for you to move to accountable care, and I'm going to make it good for you. I'm yeah. going to make it yeah. easy for you. Yeah. I'm going to help you uh, achieve the whole wraparound set of services, technology, yeah. not have to force people to assemble all the pieces themselves. Exactly. How do I hook up to the HIE? How do I get data out of my yeah. EHR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I use analytics? Yeah. What software do I use? Yeah. Do I use, what was the gentleman who was here before? Do I use his software? Yeah, right. Right? It's yeah. too complicated. Yeah. We've got to simplify things it is. so Make you can have a turnkey solution that and guarantees it's got to be success. affordable, too, and that's, that's a right. problem with a lot of those right. applications. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this up by yep. saying physician are the toughest customers to have, and, and we you guys them. are doing a great yeah. job. And that's, but that's why because we love you love them. them and you are them. We love them. We want to serve yeah, them. It's, it's really, really great to really Thanks great so to make much. your Thanks acquaintance. Thanks for coming on All the right, show. Thank you both. All right, take care. Thank, thank you, Andrew. We'll we'll touch base a little later, Doctor Bonsichari. All right. So, did you bring your card? <laughs> I brought the card. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 get rolling. Uh, Carlos Acosta is the. Uh, what, what is your title with uh, BioReference? Senior Director of Strategic yeah. Partnerships. Yep. So he pretty much runs BioReference oh, in this part well, of the he, world. He's been yeah. in our studio. Yeah, so, he has. I mean, he's, yeah. He's, he's yeah. What do you think about our new studio? Yeah, yeah. I, I love this. Yeah. There's nothing like just weather in Florida this time of the year. Oh, man. When you see we, that snow. We were really a beautiful evening. We got lucky tonight. This yeah. is beautiful. Yeah, that, yeah. that's why you know that's why we're here. Yeah, but I appreciate you having us yeah. this evening. I think it's great to come back again. It was yep. such a great yep. pleasure. First time I was at the studio. Yeah. So excellent. Mm -hmm. The good, you know, this time I'm a little bit limited to time. Right. But, you know, yep. hopefully yeah. No, I'll we be did back like a whole studio. show before. I mean, we, we had a lot to <laughs> talk about. So yeah. how are you enjoying the conference? The conference excellent. I mean, not only the 10th year anniversary, but it's excellent mm -hmm. to see you know what Flacco's has done throughout yep. the 10 years. Mm -hmm. The support it's giving yep. to the providers, right. the primary care physicians, and it's just really a great show. Great. Great Tell us a little update on BioReference. What's going on with you guys? So, you know, we're still there, um, mm -hmm. expanding, growing. It's a, been a great year for us this year. Florida is one of our great, uh, greater markets, um, particularly in VBC and value-based care. Uh, a lot of enhancements we've been able, I think, if I were to say, and mm -hmm. when it comes to value-based care, I think we've come across and been able to accomplish a lot of enhancements mm -hmm. to help the PCP and VBC, uh, particularly with either whether it's data okay. and other areas where we support. So, uh Definitely done a good job. We've been able to launch through our R&D um, some new testing uh, in particular areas, and we've been able to expand yeah. in some of our yeah. contractual uh, payer access sure. areas. Yeah, Dr. Mark, we've had a lot of our physicians moving over to BioReference here in good. the last few months, nice. And, nice. and there's still that transition going yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm yeah. sure they, they see that proof. Of, of purpose there as you go forward. There's I mean, nothing better than, you know, mingling here with some of the, the, the folks here and having people come up to me and telling, and telling me thank you. 
Yeah, right. Your team really helped us with a particular patient. Your team really helped us, you know, with a certain scenario. And I I was standing here in line, Mm -hmm. you know, ready to come up to the show. And I had someone come up to me, you know, giving me thanks. And by the way, I want to give kudos to your team that they really, you know, they stood out and they helped us with this. So it's great to see that feedback, you know, from the community and from the providers that we're able to be there because our company is very patient and physician centric. What percent of our healthcare system are lab cost? Carlos? I don't know that number, but I could tell you that 70% of all medical decisions yeah. are based on it's lab results. It's in the double digits. It seems like it's oh, around yeah. 11, 12%. Yeah. Yeah, and we're the That's smallest. We're the yep. smallest bucket when you look at Medicare spend. Right. We're that smallest right. percentage yep. Uh, yep. as far as Medicare spend at the lab area. So, um, definitely a small bucket. But when you figure that we make you know seventy percent of all medical decisions right. are based it, on lab, it, yeah. and then you have thirty percent of your patients who really don't follow up with their lab testing what the um, results are they yeah so you've just wasted that well i think that's that's one side of the problem the other side is like ordering things that you don't need from the emergency room or urgent care centers and if you're and over your doc is actually thinking about what yeah. they're doing you know they're yeah, going exactly. to be a lot more frugal so exactly well what great to see you again I appreciate you, you looking sharp Thanks as for always. On the Thank show, you. Carlos. Oh, he Thank always you for having sharp. us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> Thank absolutely. You, you, you did evening. take your tie off, Carlos. I, absolutely, I, that was I needed to get a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> Thank right? That's Thank right. you so much. Okay, Dr. Mark. Our next uh, guest is Michelle Bolton. She's the founder and CEO of a company called My Nine One One Inc. I like it. I like it. Tell <laughs> us about it. Welcome to the show. Michelle. Thank you. Thank Tell you us for about having My me. 911 Inc. My 911 Inc. Yeah. is a Canadian company. Okay. okay. I came down to Flacco's and uh, thought I'd just check out your, your conference is here. Is this your so first time in the conference? It is. It How are is. you enjoying it so far? Amazing. Yeah, it's, the, it's quite the, a conference. It, yeah. Incredible yeah. content. Yeah. Uh, the people are amazing. It's It's been really, really a lot of fun. So, and you, Where are you from? Uh, London, Ontario, Canada. Oh, London, yeah, Ontario. Yeah. Wow, what I a, am. So, so tell me. So I, I don't, I don't want to like skim over this because yeah. this is no small thing here. Yeah. So, so we've got not, this group right. of U.S.-based independent physicians, yeah. which yeah. is like Mars, right? <laughs> and and but but you came down to check this out. Tell, tell me the motivation. The motivation is to you know what? It's educational. I'm a lifelong learner. I oh, love yeah. to learn. Beautiful. Beautiful. I've got um, I've had a health history of uh, personal. Um, health situations for surgeries and, and right. things like that. So I started my 911 to um, take that trauma and turn it into something beautiful to so streamline my, medical communications. So what does my 911 actually do? It is a service okay. that um, has it's a customized wallet card. Okay. Displaying a QR code linked to an online emergency profile okay. for patients. Nice. To Very streamline. Good. Uh, medical communications for healthcare okay. professionals and emergency okay. responders, okay. and it's a service that allows the patient to have full control mm-hmm. over the information mm-hmm. they are p- p- putting both on their card, mm-hmm. their physical card. So the, the information comes from them. Correct. Got it. Okay. And they mm-hmm. have that emergency profile right. that, it, again, they have full control over the information okay. that they choose to display on their online profile right. that they wish to share. Got it. Um, okay. Instead of going to medical appointments, dentists. Well, you is know, your experience clients. keeping people out of the ER too? Well, can you tell us a little bit about that? You know what? It's I've just kind of been getting getting going, really. Okay. <laughs> and, um, okay. And it's okay. what it's doing is it it is streamlining communications and reducing 
um, or reducing to eliminating paperwork. Right. I'm getting right. there. I want that's my goal is to just eliminate the paperwork mm -hmm. and the constant questions you get mm -hmm. when you register for an yeah. appointment. Over and, and over again. You have to fill out yeah. those right. forms, sure. right? Yeah. So well, you may win the award for the farthest came to the conference. I'm not sure. Well, it's a pleasure. To I don't be know here. if I mean, both uh, in miles and in in types of medical care well, delivery systems. A different I mean, country. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> need pretty, to simplify amazing. it, right? That's we have right. a very fragmented system in Canada when it comes to healthcare, and this does speed up the process and just yeah. simplify people's lives. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure there's a, there's that private sector that looks a lot like what we're talking about here yeah. at this meeting. So I, I kind of ingest under, understand why you'd be here and really uh, what what a great what a great opportunity. What a yes, great opportunity. it is. It's great to it's great to meet people and yeah. it's awesome. So well, thank you for having thanks me. Thanks for joining the show and thanks thank for coming you. to Flacco's this year. Hope thank you enjoy you. the rest of the conference. Thank you very much. Thanks okay. so much. Greg Carter, how are you? I'm doing fine, gentlemen. Yeah. How are you? Dr. Mark, this is Greg Carter. Dr. Mark, uh, he owns you. Carter Ortega Pharmacy in Jacksonville. Gotcha. And I don't have okay. to tell you how few independent pharmacies there are still in America. Greg, how long have you been in business? Uh, 1955. Not That's me personally. But I was going to say, you look amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's great. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that incredible, Dr. Mark? Man, that, what is the number? I mean, that that's you know, we talk about the... The uh, yeah. radiology setup for the independent yeah. radiologists, yeah. how, yeah. how challenging that has been. Yeah. This is Well, the pharmacy business has changed a lot. Uh, I actually took uh, – I was uh, 20 years with Blue Cross. Yes. So I understood how all the managed care stuff worked. Right. My father uh, asked me to take over in 2000, so we changed. We went to oxygen and uh, did that for a while. Mm -hmm. Then we started looking at or dealing with physicians – primarily pulmonary doctors that were having okay. problems saying, boy, it'd be great if we could put yeah. this, this, and this drug together. So COPD, yeah. basically? CO, for, okay. for COPD. Yep. All right. And so I talked with them. We're a member of PCCA, which is Professional Compounding Centers of America. Right. That's the think tank. We came up with something together, taught the doctors, and we've been doing this since 2003. Nice. Uh, it works very well. Um it's not really available per se on an individual basis, but if you're on like a Medicare HMO, right, uh, you can get that. The way we work it, there's no charge to the patient, right, and uh, the physician group saves a good a good amount of money as well. Nice, very nice. Uh, that's that's how you get, you're getting incredibly specialized. Correct. We even call the patients when they first get the medication. It's nebulized, mm -hmm. and our respiratory people walk them through it because our right. average patient age is about 75. Sure, sure. So you're and doing compounding, too, then? Yes, yes. Yeah. We're compounding this. Right, is what's yeah, going right. On. Okay. Yeah. And then we call the same people, call the same patients every month. They write down notes. If, the, if Mrs. Smith is having a problem for whatever right. so reason, we kind of triage with their primary care physician to say, okay. somebody may need to check on her, or right. we can call perhaps her daughter who might be taking care of her right. and say, look, mom needs some help today. Why don't you swing by there? See what's going so on. So we yeah. kind of, some people call us a case management company. Yeah. We're not. We're just yeah. an old-fashioned yeah. drugstore. Yeah, you're just yeah, yeah. you're just taking care Greg, of people. how many independent pharmacies are in Jacksonville or in Florida? Do you have any idea? I don't have an exact number. Mm -hmm. I, I know there's not near as many. I would ha I would say that I know of in Jacksonville yeah. probably five. Right. Wow. I know of. Right. Yeah, and that's what several million people in Jacksonville. Right. And yep. five five pharmacies. Right. Yeah. Not yeah. that many. Yeah. Great. Well, that that's a, that's a really interesting story. I mean, to go from from all these different spots, and I'm sure leaving uh, leaving big corporate America in healthcare. Yep. This is probably a very gratifying. Well, position I think to you be were in. the Blues, weren't you, for a number of years? I was with the Blues yep. for 20 yep. years. Yep. At one point yep. in time, I was yep. actually pretty high up in there. Yep. And uh, 
you know, there comes a point in time where, okay, I need to try something myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was about 40 when I, when I left. Right. So okay. I Very still good. had time. Still had tread on my tires. Excellent. Well, Greg, Excellent. how are you enjoying the conference? This is good. This is very, very good. Is this your first year? Uh, We came about five years ago. Okay. But uh, it seems to be a lot more uh, enthusiasm or passion this year. And I think well, you the, went, we went yeah. through a couple of years of the pandemic, so people are ready to get yeah. back to business. And, yeah, I bet. And this is probably our largest conference in many years. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So we appreciate people putting it on and, yeah. you know, people like you all spreading the word. Well, Hanging out by jo- the pool. Thanks for joining all right. us. All right. Thanks. Take care. Okay. Have a good yeah. evening. Good to meet you. Right. Dr. Mark, you know, isn't it amazing all the different people that we're interviewing tonight Absolutely. on the show? It's, it's incredible. Uh, and the diversity of who we're talking to tonight is is staggering, Dr. Martin. No, it is. And I think yeah. I even see somebody in the crowd that I like. I know from my residency days, so he's going to have to come talk to us. Okay. You know, we've got, Dr. Mark, we've got Sally Brooks, who is president of a company called Leadership in Medicine. Uh, Sally, are you a physician? I am. That's okay. What is your specialty? I'm internal medicine, okay. and I'm fellowship trained in geriatric medicine. Wow. I don't know if you know, Dr. Mark is actually the dean of the FSU College of Medicine here in Orlando. And I just learned that yeah. from a colleague. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting, a little side story. So uh, I've, we have our different clerkships, and, of course, we have a geriatrics clerkship. We actually have a mandatory fourth-year rotation at FSU. Yeah. And so each year they, the, the education director puts on different talks on the different campuses. Mm-hmm. And so last year I went to two. So they, they made this pediatric surgeon an honorary geriatrician. But I'm sure I'm not going to see any patients. I don't. I don't want you to worry that that would actually happen. But <laughs> but, but I did all, did the did the five M's and yeah. just the whole the whole nine yards. Yeah. So it's pretty exciting. So tell us a little bit about leadership in medicine. What's going on? There? So leadership yeah. in medicine is actually my con- consulting business, okay. and it's a culmination. Are of, you practicing as well? I practice okay. for many years okay. as a okay. primary geriatrician okay. in all sites of care that you can imagine. Anything from acute care, pre and post op mm-hmm. care of older adults to post-acute care nursing centers where you would expect to see a geriatrician, um, outpatient, frailty, geriatric assessments, home health, and And hospice. where is your practice? So I live in Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Ohio, and that's where my practice was. Um, And now I am um, a chief medical officer. I've been a chief medical officer for different um, systems both on the health plan side mm-hmm. as well as the provider side, okay. but very focused on older adults and okay. vulnerable populations yeah. like those with behavioral health issues. Right, right, absolutely. Yeah, interesting. Yes, I did a little. I did a little training up in Cincinnati too. So you're still living up there. Pardon me. You still live in Cincinnati? Oh, I, sur- I sure yeah, do. Yeah, very nice. Is right? it starting to get cold there now? Um, you know, the leaves are falling. It's are a little they? wet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Isn't this beautiful weather here? It is beautiful is weather, amazing. but my yeah. favorite weather is fall in the Midwest. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the Ohio. Yeah. It's hard, it is yeah. hard to beat. It is hard so, to beat. So before you go, tell us a little bit. What's the flavor of value-based care in the state of Ohio right now? I think it's um, probably in its adolescent stage. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think not as are, advanced as in here in Florida. Not in Florida. No. Okay. Or the okay. Northeast or in California. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Nice. Great. Um, and, and what I think... I'm passionate about mm-hmm. and that I think value-based care can really, you know, value mm-hmm. is that in an integration of behavioral health 
and medical care. Right. And the circle that's holding, you know, the outer circle of that is the caregiver and making sure that their behavioral health and mental health and physical health is maintained so they can continue in their caregiving. Effectively. Yeah. In their caregiving role. It's a a big issue. Yeah. We talk, we actually talk a lot about both the the caregiver's mental health and, and the, the crisis that we've, we've seen rise up, but. Well, thanks for coming out. Thank and you. Enjoy the meeting. Thank you. I think uh, definitely walk over and enjoy yeah. the food over there. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna get Kathy to bring me over yeah. a, a meal. I'm, I'll, I'll bring you a meal. Yeah. I know this is, this is a, a two-hour deal. We're closing yeah. up on our first hour. Yeah. Well, so I'll how are you enjoying the conference? I'm enjoying yeah. very much okay. because I'm meeting all different sorts of people and organizations. The gentleman sitting across from me, who you're going to interview next. Yep. yep. Okay. okay. So it's been great, and I appreciate you giving me well, the opportunity. Well, thank you for joining the show. Thank you. Okay. Dr. Mark, we've got Saru Seshardi. Yeah, that's that pretty good. Enough? It's pretty close. I wanted him to struggle. That was yeah. all my bad. But, yeah. Yeah. Just no, call me Saru. That's good. Saru. Saru. Okay. You're with a company called, you're founder and CEO of a company called Constellation 4. Yes, that's it, Constellation 4. Where are you based out of? I'm based out of Tampa, Florida. Tampa, okay. Beautiful Tampa, Florida. Yeah. Not as far yeah. as Canada. So, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you, Canada. you don't, yeah. yeah. Canada's yeah. still yeah. number one for My the youngest daughter lives in uh, Tampa area. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, I, I live in Sefner. I lived there for 26 yeah. years now. Oh, wow, so. okay. Yeah. 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 So well, tell nice. us about Constellation 4. Well, this is, uh, I'm a serial tech entrepreneur. I'm not a physician, but I'm a okay. tech entrepreneur, and... Uh, after running two companies, this is my third company, and about, I started this in April 2020. And uh, I've been always bugged about some of the frictions and inefficiencies in healthcare. And I have some unique perspectives as a technologist, as a mm-hmm. product builder, okay. as an employer. My second biggest expense was healthcare benefits. Of course, of course. As How many a, employees do you guys have? Right now, I have about thirty employees. Thirty employees. Yeah, and that's uh, a tough time. Yeah, it's when you're time. in that level. Exactly. You know, do you but, provide uh, benefits or don't you? You know. Yeah, we do provide benefits. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. we do provide very good benefits. Yeah. So that's excellent. Again, that's excellent. my second biggest line expense yeah, line sorry. item. So yeah. how are you enjoying the conference? Uh, the conference is great. Uh, this is my first time here. Okay. And I was just remarking to Samantha that uh, the content is great, the speakers are great, the networking events are great. I've met mm-hmm. some great people here. And yep. uh, we connect a lot on the everybody is passionate about this mission, the value based yes. care, yep. the outcomes. Yep. Um, so uh, it resonates with me quite a bit. Good. Uh, because one of the things I've been um, fortunate to do a lot of healthcare solutions for my customers. But also, I, I see that healthcare does not get the full ROI of the technologies that we're sure. deploying, yep, yep, yep. unlike other industries, right? Yep. So we're very um, taking for granted yep. the e-commerce and the banking yep. experiences now, yep. and healthcare is nowhere close to those yep. experiences yep. that we have. You know, Dr. Mark, one of our biggest challenges when we talk to companies like Saru's is the affordability yep. right. of an ACO. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit, and how do you make that happen for an ACO? So it's going to take some effort, right? So okay. uh, there has to be definitely a connected a connection at the top levels and have a, a technology strategy that resonates with the goals of the ACO. Right. Um, a lot of times I see that the business and technology are not aligned, and they just start deploying technology for the sake of technology and go, go, do, go do it in a piecemeal approach or fragmented approach. Mm-hmm. So that alignment is an important step for that cost containment. Okay. And you gotta be very specific about how you're deploying a blueprint and how mm-hmm. you're deploying a technology, okay. and that's one way to yeah. uh, increase that affordability. So, so operationally, Constellation 4, how would you go into an ACO and what would you do for them? 
I'm actually here to figure that out. This is okay. my first time. Okay. So my customers are large health plans and large uh, practices, specialty practices. Uh, we have uh, both provider network management and referral solutions. So I'm trying to figure out what is the angle into uh, ACOs and the value-based care spectrum. Yeah. And we have a data platform as well that we're trying to okay. start gathering data and yeah. doing analytics on top of well, it. Well, welcome right? so to Healthcare Now and welcome to Flacos. Thank you so much. We're glad to have you and yeah. glad you joined the show today. Absolutely. And it's good timing okay. because you were Thanks. under the tent yeah. for the brief rain. You Thank just you. missed it. And I think it's, oh, it's, it's, like it's all done. <laughs> Thank you. It was like 30 oh, seconds. Wow. Just 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks. All right, so we're we're just rolling our we're we're uh, in, pushing. In, we're almost in hour two. Incredible, Doctor Mark. Yeah, all the yeah. different people were. I mean, I noticed yeah. the quick nap you took. That was smart. Yeah, that was I was smart, trying. No, it was good. I was trying was to let good. you do the talking yeah. there for a well, minute. I, you know, I, I do impersonations, so <laughs> some of the times it's just me yeah. the whole time. Doctor Mark, welcome, Dennis Mahali to the Dennis to the show. Welcome, Dennis. Hi. Was a company called Upward Health. I'm the advisor of Upward Health. I left as a chief medical officer. Okay. About. Okay. Uh, Five months ago, I okay. spent five years there helping build okay. it. Nice. And now I'm with, I went back to my consulting company, which I've had 20 years. And what years. is your physician specialty? Um, it was emergency room. Emergency medicine. But okay. I spent, very early on, I started building health plans and tech companies and okay. healthcare companies. And where are you out of, Dennis? I'm in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Okay. Okay, good. Great. We've had a couple, couple of Jacksonvilles came by, so <laughs> yes. this is not, not, not too far a stretch. Yep. Now, you've been to Flacco's a number of times. A number of times. Yeah, he's been quite a bit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And how are, you, how, are you, how are you finding the meeting today? As usual, it's very collaborative. Yes. People mm-hmm. are friendly. People are helpful. Um, it's not one of those, I'm competing against you and I can't share. Right. 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 No, that's There's just, not that's that true. attitude at all here at Flacco's. Yeah. yeah. That's really very important. Now, did you come here, here with a particular goal? Because you're now in a different position than you were last year when you were... We're here. Well, I actually, you know, I had two goals. One, uh, I became an expert in, in something called version 28, okay. which is a new risk-adjusted model, because I was in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to come and see who needed help with version 28 gotcha. so I could, I could help them. Um, and then the usual thing is, you know, um, do the ACOs need anything? My background right. is IBM. Okay. And I don't go in and try to tell them what they need. I ask them, what's, what's them. the pain? Yeah. Right. And, how, and see if you can come up with a solution. Yeah. Well, great. Excellent. Well, a lot of people to talk to. Yep. Mean, this is a, a great great yeah. collection of folks. And, yep. and it, it's kind of interesting that you've, you've had a history with them. So it's, that's, that's, that's good stuff. Then it's yeah. great to have you on the show. Thanks yeah. for stopping by. Okay. I love okay. coming. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Okay. Look oh, who we've man. got, uh, you don't, Mark. You don't have to introduce me to this guy. <laughs> nope. No, absolutely. No. This is Ken Peach. Yeah, Ken is the executive director of the Health Council of East Central Florida. Did I get that right? You certainly did. All right. Thank you. And, and, he's, and he's, he's the third host on this show. That's right. <laughs> I think, I think you should, uh, yeah, you should probably still have the record. How many times have you been on our show, Ken? I think only three times. Is it three times? Yeah. Well, okay. this counts as four. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's it's four. There Ken, you, there you know, go. we always get a lot of feedback when you come on the show because you, bring, <laughs> a lot of, you bring a lot of good stuff to the show. And squeals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's all good. It's all good. And and you get a lot of feedback out in the community about us and we appreciate right. that yeah uh, it's been it's been a, a really a nice relationship it it really has not, not only yeah. do i admire the two of you because it's a perfect group you know just wonderful but also just what you're sharing is so useful because i share it with a lot of our physicians yeah. and others that we're right, talking right. to yeah, yeah. 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 Well, great. Tell, great tell our audience a little bit about what happened in osceola county when you talked about what we talked about on the show one time 
Uh, Tell we, that story. Yes, we, we yeah. um, have a program down there called Healthy Osceola. Right. And uh, so what we were doing, we are actually looking at the four numbers that you should know. So yeah. blood, yes. pre right. blood pressure, blood sugar, cholesterol, cholesterol. and BMI. And BMI. Yeah. And encouraging mm -hmm. uh, residents of Osceola County to go ahead and learn those numbers. Right. And what I said is I mentioned that on the show and right. I gave them the information. So yeah. we're constantly promoting the program. Nice. Are you getting a lot of feedback from your uh, constituents down there we, in Osceola we, County? We do. Okay. Um, Osceola County is very engaged in just the whole focus on wellness. Very Hispanic, too, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And we actually allow them to tell us, after they've gone learned their four numbers, to answer mm -hmm. a survey on the website, mm -hmm. and we're getting tremendous yeah. feedback from them. Yeah. I mean, no, the it is. week I mean, that, was 84 yeah. responses. Wow. wow. No, that's great. No, that was, yeah. and just as, as background, so that was a topic that we had on the show uh, about a year ago. We've uh, talked uh, about it and, a number and, of times. we brought it Dr. up again. Mark. Yeah. But, yeah. man, that's, that's yeah. really exciting, because... We do. We want to. We want to educate the public. We want to educate yep. people like you that can that can yep. take good ideas out yep. and, and add up to your great ideas. Yep. And it's really really been, a, been yep. excellent having you on the show. And Dr. Well, Mark, let's go over those four numbers one more time. Go ahead. Ken, you want to go over them? Sure. So, uh, uh, blood pressure. Yes. Yep. Blood sugar. Mm -hmm. Cholesterol. Yep. And BMI? BMI. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So two of yeah. those require some labs. Of sure, that's right. sure. That's right. So yeah. uh, what we've yeah. been able to do is find organizations in Osceola County that are willing to do that mm -hmm. and provide that yeah. to, to the consumer. Be listening next week for more of this Encore presentation of the special broadcast from Walt Disney World. This was a pre-recorded show.